welcome to episode three of Kitchity. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? So it is just the two of us, Fahad and Neha, today, because our friend Ramaz is so ill. Feel better soon, Ramaz. Get well soon, buddy. But we have a very <coughs> special guest on the show today. Someone that means a lot to me. Someone that has a very special meaning in my life, and that I have spent the last seven years of my life with. My husband, Sahil Oberoi. Salam alaikum, bonsoir, namaskar, or sasriyakal. Hi, everyone. Okay, so he is on the show because today we are talking about travel. And who better to have on the show than someone who travels for a lot of the year than Sahil. So let's get started, shall we? Yes, do it. Okay, so Sahil, tell us a little bit about your travel background. So uh, my travel, as with I guess most people is, is, or a lot of people, or maybe some people, is split into two halves. There's the personal family, friends, social, leisure travel, and then the second half is my work travel. Uh, I work for a company that, uh, thankfully and luckily for me, gets me out of the country quite a bit. Some people enjoy it, others uh, don't. I'm, I'm firmly in the, in the former camp. I love traveling. So uh, the more that I'm in the air and I'm exploring new cities, whether that be for fun or for work, I absolutely love it. And uh, last year was a huge year for travel. Work-wise, I, I had to do a calculation internally and I traveled, uh, I was out of the country for about 52 days um, uh, in the year 2018, in the calendar year 2018, and that was purely work travel. So that's almost two months, which is, is obviously quite a lot, but I really enjoyed it. And uh, uh, leisure-wise, uh, personal trips, there were about eight trips uh, spanning, a uh, few continents, North America, Africa, Europe, and Asia. So yeah, 28 was really a bumper year for travel. Awesome. Yeah. So did you travel, you traveled more for work then? Yes, I think if you uh, collectively look at, or count up the number of days that I travel, as I said, 54 days of 2018 was spent on work travel. And if I had to put an estimate on leisure travel, I would say it would be something like 30 days. So all in all, about three months of the year was spent abroad. So on a scale of one to 10, how much do you love traveling? Oh, uh, I, I, I'd say nine, 9.5. Um, I love it. I don't know if, if anyone's seen that movie Up in the Air starring George Clooney, mm -hmm. um, where he travels a lot for work in the United States. Yeah. And there's a, there's a segment at the start when, uh, right at the start when he's describing the feeling of, of being in an airport with that air conditioned artificial air and, and checking in and getting into his plane seat and flying thousands of miles up in the air. He says, whilst it's not for everyone, he loves it. And I, I read that, that movie and that segment particularly resonated with me because I absolutely love traveling. Um, you know, we're not gonna be around on this planet forever. Who knows what tomorrow may bring. Uh, and whilst you're well, uh, you know, uh, of, a, of sound mind and health and assuming you can afford it, um, you should definitely try and get out there as much as possible. So what would you say is your favorite place you've traveled? Last year or generally? Generally. Wow. Um, <clears throat> I have to say, ever since moving to Dubai, the travel has really opened up. Um, all of a sudden, these little islands um, pocketed around mm -hmm. the, 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 um, the Indian Ocean and, and the Far East that were so uh, hard or so much harder to access from where we used to live, which was yeah. London, of course. So if you're looking for a beach resort holiday, Maldives is the one. 
If you're looking for um, something more mountainy, we were lucky enough to go to Canada, your your yeah. home country, Yay. and we did a road trip through um, Alberta and British yeah. Columbia, and we drove through Banff, and the the, the Rocky Mountains were breathtaking. Yeah, I, mean, I have to say, I mean, I'll even add my two cents in here that like I had been to Banff when I was very young. <clears throat> Excuse me, I had been to Banff when I was very young. I had gone on like a school trip. We used to take school field trips and stuff. And it's about from my hometown. It's a long drive. It's like a nine or 10 hour drive. But I have been, so I remember bits and parts of it. But this time I really got to, to enjoy it. Um, Banff is absolutely stunning. I mean, if you can just Google the images, B-A-N-F-F. Um, it is this small, it's basically like something you see in movies. It's a street, which is beautifully decorated, just flowers everywhere, these cute little boutiques and restaurants. And then you you drive up a mountain where it just smells like pine like it just has that tree smell and the air is so fresh and the lakes are this cayenne blue color like it is just stunning and I I mean I definitely want to go back at some point and of course uh, India holds a special place for me in my heart that's my home country and Kerala which is a place I've yeah. been wanting to visit for years and years and years um, finally got to visit um, and it was great to see that it's recovered from the, the tragic floods that, that took place earlier this year. But Kerala was stunning as well. Again, very luscious, very green and super yeah. kind hospitality from Even, everyone yeah. there. Even Sri Lanka we went to and um, I think Ramaz will probably be able to tell you better because he's from <laughs> Sri Lanka. But that was absolutely beautiful. I mean, I feel like India in general has like so many places that are that like you can explore it because it's so different like go, we usually go to North India which is like Delhi or Punjab and when we go we go to visit family we're in the city but going to South India and visiting Kerala and even going to Sri Lanka like these places are so different they're just like you don't feel like you're in India well in the India that I'm used to I guess you you asked me which I guess you asked me which city or which uh, which country was my pick what I would say, and maybe I'm being biased here, being Indian, but if if I could recommend one country for anyone listening uh, to visit, and you haven't done it before, please visit India. And the reason I say that, I'm not just saying that because it's my home country, but you will not find another country, in my opinion, that has the varied amount of landscapes that India has. So if you want the mountains, you can go up, far up north, you can go see Kashmir, you can go to Shimla, you can go to Uti. Mm -hmm. If you want the city life, there's obviously Delhi, Bombay, Calcutta, all the major cities that everyone knows about. If you want the desert, there's obviously uh, the, the, um, there's the city, uh, sorry, the state of uh, Rajasthan, Rajasthan. Mm -hmm. um, which includes Jaipur, Odepur, all those beautiful uh, desert resorts in, in Rajasthan. And then you've got the south, which is where you get the real green, tropical, lush, vibes that Kerala has to offer, that Goa has to offer. You've got French influence, you've got Portuguese influence. So if you could, if you could do a two-week trip somewhere, I recommend doing India. You can uh, try and uh, merge as many of these trips, as, as many of these locations as possible in India, but that would be my number one pick for everyone. Another question, if it wasn't for social media, do you think we'd have so many travelers in the society? That's a very good question. That's a good question. Uh, um, I think, yes, we would absolutely have travelers because obviously travelers existed for, for as long as civilization existed. 
Um, so I don't think the number of travelers would uh, be reduced. However, where I think social media has played a huge part is where people go. So all of a sudden, yeah. you, you, you've seen a real increase in people going to places where they would never have gone to 10 years ago. I'm thinking of places like Cappadocia in Turkey, which is, I don't know if you've seen it on Instagram, it's all over Instagram. It's where they have the mass balloon um, hot, air uh, hot, hot air balloon rides yeah. through the sunrise and you see yeah. these beautiful pictures it's of like people. It's like every day and it's just so yeah. colorful and beautiful, yeah. So places like that. Then there's uh, places like Maldives, Iceland, uh, Iceland. Iceland yeah. Um, you, uh, you know, you've got all these tropical resorts that have blown up on Instagram and all of a sudden people want to go because they see these photos um, they see these influencers going there who've taken these incredible photos and they want to recreate that moment. So I think that's where social media has played a huge but part. But I also, yeah. But in a way, I also think that like a lot of, like I agree, like I think that a lot of people travel because they just want to take those pictures sometimes. Exactly. Like not to just enjoy the destination. Exactly. Like a lot of people want to travel because maybe they want to build up a travel account on Instagram. So they're trying to get in as many trips as possible a year so they can have that variety. Whereas if it was wasn't for social media maybe these people wouldn't travel as much or maybe they would just take one trip for like a month to one destination and just actually really enjoy it exactly. like i mean i'm just guessing here I'm, maybe these people do get to enjoy it as well as take pictures but do they really enjoy it if they're worried about you know okay i have to get this picture i have to edit it now and i have to get these likes and you know that's i think they, they in 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 terms of impressing other people yeah. they forget to live the moment yeah and they spend time trying to you know create a moment mm -hmm. uh, in terms of digital platforms to show other people that oh, listen man i went there here's yeah. my picture but did you enjoy the moment you never yeah. know you never know what's up with them i'm I, I i'm not totally sure about that i okay let's just you know go back a bit before social media people would still take tons of photos. Back then it was a little bit more retro. You would take the photos, you'd get them, you know, you'd go to the Kodak store, you'd get them developed into the actual hard copy photos that you used to have and you'd put them in photo albums. But it wasn't so much about impressing people that you don't no. even know. Well, this is the thing. Everyone has their own reasoning, right? Yeah. Some people yeah. who have this big social media following yeah. and they are influencers, whatever that is, and they have, you know, millions of followers. Yeah. Uh, through the back of these beautiful photos. Yeah. Maybe they're doing it for that reason. I, I can only speak for myself. I love taking photos mm -hmm. uh, and I love taking photos on my trips because this is how I remember my trips. I look back on my photos and I, and I say, oh wow, that moment in Banff when we were sitting on top of Lake Moraine overlooking mm -hmm. the beautiful lake Rocky and the Rocky Mountains, yeah. I, that picture and that moment will live, for, live with me forever. So everyone's a bit different. I, as, I, as I said, I think the, the travel has always been there. Maybe the motivations have changed for some people. Definitely the destinations have changed and the, the de destinations is the biggest factor that I think social media has, has yeah. caused. Yeah, and that's why travel blogs are doing so well because yeah. these government agencies and tourist, tourism companies want people to visit their cities. And so they get these travel bloggers who take amazing pictures to really help showcase the beauty of the city or the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. That's a way of generating revenue for government, you know, getting mm -hmm. people to come to their places and and advertise them. So yeah. I guess it works both ways. Anyhow, moving forward. Yeah. 
What do we have next? Okay, so basically, we are going to we're going to just talk about uh, trendsetter of the week. I guess we'll just yes. mention someone that we love uh, whose uh, whose account is actually related to what we talked about today. So we talked about travel. So um, I'll give my recommendation. I guess today. Go ahead. So yeah, okay. I've been travel- following this one account for like about two years, I think. And she, I started following her when she was about thirty thousand followers, and now she's grown her account for two, two million followers. Two million followers and she is completely traveled she's traveled all over the world um she basically starts telling her you her story she started out i think she's australian and she basically was like oh, i don't remember what she was i'm not going to say because i don't want to say um i don't i don't want to put the wrong wording as to what she was but she took some classes in photography and she took some classes in photoshop and adobe illustrator and she basically started traveling and from there she started editing her pictures and started gaining a huge following and she also met um, her now boyfriend who's also traveling with her. So her name, if you follow her, if you want to follow her on Instagram, is gypsy underscore last. That's G-Y-P-S-E-A underscore L-U-S-T. Her photography is amazing. I mean, you, I look at these pictures and I'm just like in awe. Her absolutely, it's absolutely beautiful what she's done. And now she, I think she lives in Bali. I mean, imagine that, like starting in Australia, working a job, traveling a bit creating a beautiful Instagram account and now she's like a full-time travel blogger living in Bali. It's like the dream. <laughs> and do you have any recommendations, Sahil, for uh, travel accounts? For travel accounts, uh, I have one ultimate travel account which i followed for a number of years now and that is Beautiful Destinations. Yeah. Um, it's absolutely stunning, the photos. To be honest, we were just speaking about social media influencing the travel destinations you pick beautiful destinations has definitely had an influence on my travel destination choices mm-hmm. for the year i'm sure most people listening to the, this already follow that account but if you don't please follow beautiful destinations is is the best travel account that i've ever yeah. come across yeah and okay so moving on to the final part of our episode is our restaurant Trend review food Uh, i'm starving right now all right so this week's restaurant review i went to the the to a sushi place called samurai sushi it's uh, located in jumeirah one yes i think one between one and three two i think two jumeirah two Uh, So we went on a Friday evening. Uh, Mm -hmm. They had an all-you-can-eat for 79 dirhams, Mm -hmm. uh, which was pretty good, pretty amazing, actually. Sounds good. Yes, it was amazing. Uh, Good food, good service. Uh, What did you get? I got, we got a number of maki rolls, uh, Mm -hmm. sushi, and yeah, I didn't, what's the last one? The chicken, did you get chicken wings? Crispy, crispy chicken Crispy chicken. No, not chicken wings, crispy chicken. (laughs) Spicy salmon, spicy tuna. And yeah, food. sushi teriyaki. Yeah. Yep, that was it. It was okay. a lot of filling, actually. Oh, Sounds yum. Sounds yum. We went to, uh, last week we went to La Carnita, which is this new Mexican restaurant, which is opened up at the Inter- Intercontinental Hotel at the Dubai Marina. And it's, I think, only been open for like a couple months maybe yeah a little bit longer yeah. but very new and it's so good I mean the margaritas first of all lethal so good but lethal um, and, and you can get pictures of that and margarita. you get pictures of it yes. pictures of it yeah and what I love about it other than like the amazing food margaritas is that it's Canadian woo Okay, so, and like a lot of people that work there are Canadian too, I found out, so that was cool. Anyway, so... Apparently, um, Neha's Canadian, in case you didn't know. But they serve like really 
the thing. They have like, they mainly have like tacos, tostadas, ceviche, um, and they have like small portion sizes. They have big mains, but they have small portions, which is really nice for sharing. Or if you just want to order like a bunch of things for yourself, which I love to do because I like to eat as much as possible and try out as many things as possible on a menu. Um, and yeah, what do you think, babe? I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the vibe. Uh, being Canadian, they played a lot of Drake music, yeah. uh, which uh, we love. Um, I enjoyed the, the quality of food. I, I, I remember I ordered a ceviche for starters and then I ordered lamb chops for main course. If I had one piece of constructive uh, criticism would be I wish there's a little bit more on the menu. If you compare it with something like Loca, which is another Mexican chain thing that exists here, which has a huge menu. Now, it doesn't have to have the same size of menu as Loca, but, you know, Loca has your all your traditional Mexican quesadillas, chimichangas, tacos, tortillas, yeah. fajitas. This has a lot less in terms of variety, so I, I would perhaps like to see a slight increase, but I cannot run away from the quality of food. The lamb chops I had were spectacular. Mm. The, the ceviche, ceviche I had was excellent, yeah, and as Neha has already mentioned the the margarita was spectacular yeah one quick hint uh is a quick tip is that if you uh go go there after around 11 p.m there's a secret Mm -hmm. nightclub on top called uh cartel it's 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 themed like if you're a narcos fan it's themed like a mexican cartel joint um great for r&b and hip-hop if you like that um you need a reservation or if it's not busy you can try and walk in but it's secret you need a password which i won't tell you because otherwise it won't be a secret but definitely check that out all right that's interesting something to look forward to during this weekend so two more days and we are almost there So what are your plans for the weekend, guys? Um, it is one of our good friend's birthdays. Ooh. So we are celebrating with him. And we're heading back to Carnita. We're going back to Carnita this weekend. Awesome. That's how much we loved it. And I think that's it. Just chilling. That's it. Yeah, the football will be on. So yeah, I'll be watching the football Sunday evening. Yeah, and I'll be watching Dawson's Creek probably. <laughs> and what about you, Fahad? Uh, what is the plan this weekend? Uh, nothing interesting, mm-hmm. to be honest. No. Uh, yeah, probably sleep. Uh, and no then, boot camps or... No, no? And, uh, and maybe training here and there. But yeah. apart from that, it's a pretty chill out weekend. Looking forward to it, actually. Awesome. So, yes. Okay, well, thanks everyone for tuning in again for episode three. Next week, we have something very exciting coming up that you will want to definitely tune in for, but we will give you hints later on. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Follow Sahil on his account to see all of his travel. It's Sahil Oberoi7, S A H I L O B E R O I7 on Instagram. Um, we'll also put his uh, handle in the comments below. Uh, let us know what you think. As usual, we're open to your feedback and we'll talk to you soon. Yes, enjoy your weekend, guys. And please drive safe. Bye. Stay safe, everyone. See you on the other side.